Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, as usual. And today we're going to be doing part two of my top four wrestling programs slash shows ranked. Um, you know, if you want to see part one or if you haven't already seen part one, I would recommend you go check that out. That was released on Friday. And honestly, it's one of my episodes I like more because I feel like I got to like talk give my opinion more, whereas most episodes I'm more just like reviewing shows, stuff like that. That I like to, I got to like talk about my wrestling preferences a lot more and kind of like be myself a bit more to say. I kind of, kind of like that. And it's a longer episode than usual. 41 minutes, I believe. This one, I assume will be two. So uh, spoilers ahead for that episode. So I'll give you a couple seconds to leave this if you haven't seen the first one. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. So uh, that that was that was a bad joke, but you know what I mean. Um. So the final two shows remaining are SmackDown and NXT, which I like both of them. Everything, the top three are all positive. The only one I don't really like that much is four, which was Raw. Three was AEW, which I do like AEW just because third doesn't mean I don't like it. But the two left are SmackDown and Raw, and. Sorry if my sorry, I just like had something in my throat. Sorry if my voice is a bit off because this is going up on Sunday, but it was recorded on Saturday, right after I did the SmackDown review. Because I have something going on on Sunday, so I need to record this now. So that's why my voice might be a bit um off because I talked a lot in that SmackDown review. So sorry about that if it is. Nevertheless, let's get into the show right now. Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brede. Now we're going to be doing the final two. So my second favorite wrestling show that is currently on is WWE SmackDown. Yes, so spoilers for number one, obviously, but you are you would already know. My favorite show is NXT. But so, like I said last episode, mainly what we go off is like the strength of the roster and like matches, promos, storylines, all that stuff. So right now, I'm gonna be going over the SmackDown roster and my thoughts on each of them. Um, first we'll start out with actually we'll just kind of go one by one. So Angela Dawkins first up, and by proxy, uh, Mr. Montez Ford, the Street Profits. Uh, really good tag team, you know, great, pretty good on the mic, really charismatic, really over with fans, beautiful wrestling style. Like, the high-flying from uh, Montez is just incredible. I think he'd make a great single star. And then a couple of that with Angelo Dawkins, who's much more of a power guy, but is still very, very athletic and fast in the ring. And, like, just his very innovative moveset, like that, like, butterfly – uh, swinging neckbreaker thing he does. It's just such, like, cool offense. And this tag team has, like, had many, many a classic matches. Very talented in the inside of the ring. And a lot of people really like him. And I'm in that group. I think they're really, really good. Next up is Apollo Crews, a great, really good wrestler. Apollo Crews, currently the Intercontinental Champion, which I think he's been doing pretty good with. And a pretty good character. His problem used to be that he wasn't very charismatic and he didn't really have a character other than just being a guy named Apollo Crews that wrestled. But now he's like this Nigerian royalty, and I think he's done really well with that gimmick. I find it pretty entertaining, and I const- I think Apollo Crews is really good in the ring. I think he's really good on the mic, and I think he's certainly a good asset to the show, and I think they've done re- really well with this gimmick, and he's done very well with this gimmick. 
Uh, Bailey, I mean, like, come on. Pr probably the gr best, in my opinion, the best woman in the company because such a great heel, like such a great promo and just hilarious. A really great wrestler in between the ropes. One of my favorite people on SmackDown. One of my favorite, probably my favorite Roman's wrestler right now. Probably what, either her or maybe Sasha is my favorite of all time. I like them both a lot. But Bailey, yeah, she is awesome. Uh, next up, Bianca Belair. Another very, very talented person on the SmackDown roster. Um, who is their current SmackDown Women's Champion, a younger star. So nice to see a younger star like that getting pushed. Can really appreciate that. And um, I think she her promos are usually kind of um, – there. I do – her promos are usually kind of just like the same old, same old, you know, like I'm the EST, you're not going to beat me. That's – I'm not the biggest fan of her promos, always just kind of being the same. but I, And they're not horrible. But I do think that her um, – what is it? Her in-ring work is really good, and she's like incredibly strong. Very, very, very talented athlete. I like Bianca Belair. Uh, Mr. Big E, a member, well, kind of a member of the New Day. I still consider him a member of the New Day because he's not really like a heel, and he still wears the gear, all that joint. Um, Big E's awesome. I mean, like probably the funniest person on the roster on TV other than maybe Bailey. But I think Biggie, Biggie, my, I like I like E a bit more. And of course, the New Day. If you watch my top ten favorite uh, wrestlers of all time, I had a faction in there, at, like number six, because I didn't want to have New Day taking up three slots. And it was New Day. And I think Biggie, incredibly talented in the ring for a big man. And I think like he's great at big man stuff or bigger guy stuff. Very strong. And I think he can do his fair share of like athletic stuff, like the running splash he does. I think is really nice, like splash on the apron. Very good wrestler, and has really gotten to shine with his singles career as of recently, and I think he's done a great job of it. Uh, next up is Carmella, who I think is pretty underrated, to be honest with you. I mean, her gimmick's nothing, like, revolutionary. It's just, like, I'm hot and better than you, which, no, it's nothing revolutionary, obviously. But she does a solid job with it, and I think her in-ring work ever since she returned to have that feud with Sasha Banks has improved drastically. I think she is now one of the better women's wrestlers on SmackDown, definitely. Well, SmackDown actually has pretty good um, like roster in terms of good woman wrestlers, but I think Carmella fits in perfectly, and over since she came back, she's had some really good matches, and her promos are always solid, so Carmella, pretty cool. I like her. Um, the Swiss Cyborg slash Superman, which, which, what's his name, Michael? pick a name, is uh, Cesaro, obviously. And, I mean, like, come on. Like, Cesaro, I think a lot of people have said that his weakness is that he's not charismatic, which I honestly don't really see. I think he has, like, a sort of physical charisma where he just seems like a lot of – some wrestlers seem, like, larger than life. And Cesaro, in a way, seems both larger than life, but he also seems very down to earth, like someone you might just, like, see at a bar one time. And I think that really works in his favor and makes him, like, very, very likable. And, of course, he's one of the greatest in-ring workers of all time. So, like, you know, Cesaro can't not like him. And they've been doing a great job with pushing him as of recent. Uh, Chad Gable, a really, really good wrestler in, in a tag team with Otis, Alpha Academy. Uh, Otis, I think Otis is solid in the ring. And, I mean, 
I don't like hate him, but I think he's good. Nothing like great. Like I think Gable's really good in the ring, and I think Otis has much more like likable charisma, whereas um, Gable doesn't as much. So I think they um, complement each other really nicely. And I'm actually I like the I like that tag team Alpha Academy a decent amount. I think they're pretty cool. Uh, next up is Mr. Dolph Ziggler, and I guess by proxy his tag team partner Robert Roode, the former SmackDown tag team champions um i like dolph ziggler i think he's really good i think he's a really underrated wrestler and yes he has got worse as years gone by but i still think he's very talented in the ring and can put on a good match and of course like an all-time great like bumper and seller and dolph ziggler and someone who i think could play both the baby face and a heel pretty well uh like that face during that feud with the miz in 2016 i think it was he worked very well as face and he works pretty well as a heel now so, um, tag team, I'm not, they're probably one of my things I'm not super hot on about SmackDown because Rude, I like Rude. I think he's solid, but the tag team just seems a bit uninspired in my opinion. And I'm not the biggest fans of them really, but I like Dolph Ziggler and I like Robert Rude individually. Their tag team just, eh. And maybe it's because creative has just had them like repeating the same storyline with the Mysterios for the past couple months. But now they seem to have moved on, so that's nice at the very least. Uh, next up is Dominic Mysterio, of course, Ray's son. And so by proxy, I'll be talking about Ray here too. The Mysterious, both very talented in the ring. Of course, Ray, an all-time great and a legend of the business. Very good in the ring. His son, Dominic, at his age, also very good in the ring. Very, very good in the ring. Uh, they form a fun tag team and both seem like baby faces, like like genuine baby faces that you could cheer for, which is always nice. And I think Dominic has, I mean, if this is him at like, I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his 20s. Like once he gets in his prime, like I'm very excited to see what he can do. I like them a lot. Uh, next up is Jay Uso. And by proxy, I'll go with Jim Uso too. Of course, the Usos past couple weeks, they've had these tag matches on SmackDown. And they're just like, both of them have been phenomenal matches like they're so great as tag team together but i think um jay is a singles wrestler over the past couple months with the roman storyline has been a very good singles wrestler where like a lot of the time he'll wrestle in the main event against whoever roman's challenger is for that or rival is for that pay-per-view uh jimmy also very i'm very i love this storyline with roman reigns and the cousins and i think both of them work very well as multi-layered characters where Jay isn't sure whether to side with Roman or his brother, and his brother thinks that Roman's just trying to push him around and that they need to form up as, as, back as the tag team. And I just think it's beautiful stuff. Both Usos are really awesome. Yeah, great stuff from them. Kevin Owens, one of my favorite wrestlers, Kevin Owens. A, such a dynamic moveset, very talented big man. Well, I don't, not really a big man, but a bigger guy, and he's like doing like swanton bombs and stuff, which is just insane. And, like, of course, Kevin Owens, insanely talented in the ring. And, in my opinion, insanely talented on the mic, too. He's, again, one of those few wrestlers in the company that is, like, a genuinely over babyface. Because, he again, he seems, like, relatable. He's not, like, one of those, like, babyfaces, like, how, like, John Cena, where they're just, like, you they just, like, never lose. No, Kevin Owens can lose matches. And he, like, he doesn't just shrug it off like some other people. He, like... He's frustrated when he loses, and I, I think that's why he works so well because he seems like a real person, and he seems like a very like nice person and someone you can relate to and someone you like, and he's such a dynamic wrestler. Kevin Owens, awesome. Uh, King Corbin next up. I mean, 
you can't say he's a bad heel because everybody hates him. <laughs> um, in uh, honestly though, I do think Corbin is a solid in ring competitor, and I think as a heel, I don't think he's too bad. I just think he's been giving very given very uninspired storylines, like when he feuded with Riddle for a couple months, or like um, recently this feud with Shinsuke. They just don't give him good stuff to work with. I think with good stuff, I think he could honestly be a pretty talented wrestler. Uh, next up is Liv Morgan, of course, the last remaining member of the Riot Squad. Yeah. Liv Morgan. Um, I think there's something I just like about Liv Morgan. I don't know what. I think she's fun in the ring. She doesn't really get an opportunity to do too many promos, but I think she is like very talented within the ring, and I like her a decent amount. Uh, next up is Natalia and I don't and by proxy I guess Tamina. I don't like either of them to be honest with you. I think so. People are like cheering at Tamina at Mania, and I've said this before. I think, but I think that that was literally just like I think people were joking. I don't think people genuinely like Tamina that much to be honest with you. I don't like I don't see the appeal. I mean Natalia is a solid in ring performer at the very least. But she's kind of a hopeless promo. And then Tamina is not a good promo. And she's not good in the ring. So that's just two two reasons not liked her. These two are definitely some of the weaker points of the SmackDown. And honestly, WWE's women's tag team division as a whole is a weakness. Like, a big weakness. So, yeah. Not the biggest fans. Um, apparently, Paige is on the roster. I did not know that Paige was on the roster. Probably because she... Is never on TV. Um, Roman Reigns, I mean, like, come on. Like, you can't not like... Well, actually, you can not like Roman Reigns. And I don't like Roman Reigns. You want to know why? Because he's such a great heel. I genuinely am like, oh my god, this guy's such a jerk. And, like, I genuinely want someone to beat him. Because he seems like such a bad person. Not in real life, just on TV. And I think he's such a great heel. And he's got these compelling storylines. And he's just such a layered character, and they treat him like that top guy. And he does a great job of elevating everyone around him to make everything seem like a big match. Like, for example, Jey Uso. Before Roman, he was one of the Usos, which isn't a bad thing. But now he's like a legitimate main eventer, a layered character. Same thing with Jimmy. And same thing with most of the people he, like, feuds with. Like, you can genuinely, like... They, he's great at, like, there's points in the match where even, like, going into the match, you're like, oh, there's no way that Daniel Bryan's going to win the title at Fastlane, right? But he makes you believe that they might because he's just such a great wrestler and he can tell a story. And he's had so many great matches. I mean, the two with Kevin Owens, the one with Bryan, the WrestleMania Triple Threat, the match with Cesaro. I mean, like, it's just, like, the matches with Jay Uso, the match with McIntyre. Just such a great layered wrestler and such a great character. Treat they treat him like a star, and it's honestly it's very it's a very very nice thing. I mean I don't know what more to say. Uh, next up we have Sami Zayn. Oh my gosh, I love Sami Zayn. Uh, very very talented in between the ropes. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot here. Uh, very talented in the ring in. A pretty good promo as of recently and can play his conspiracy character just so well. I mean, he's so funny, like with the people constantly out to get him. And I just can't help but look forward to seeing him on TV every week. I love Sami Zayn so much. He's so great. 
Uh, next up, Sasha Banks. Hasn't been on SmackDown too much recently, so very excited for her to make her return. Obviously, one of the great in-ring women's in-ring competitors of all time. And just, like, so, so good in the ring. Like, in solid promo, the boss character's pretty well. And she works even better as a heel, in my opinion. Like, her run last year with Bailey, which I didn't mention, was just, like, magical, great stuff. Banks, obviously, I, I like Banks a lot. I think she's really cool. Um, Seth Rollins, probably my favorite current wrestler. Seth Rollins, so talented in the ring. I mean, like, so, like... He can, like, wrestle technically, and he can do high-flying stuff. A great mesh between the two styles for him. Uh, I think a great character worker uh, with this Messiah thing where he's, like, slowly unraveling his mind. I think he's done a very nice job with that, and he does a nice job with whatever he's given, I think. Um, and I think he is actually a solid promo. I think he's an underrated promo. I like his promos a decent amount. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, next up, Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura. Of course, Shinsuke has some sort of like inherent charisma about him, where you can't really put your hand on what it is, but it's a, th- but it's just kind of there, and you like him for it. And of course, he's like such an all-time great enduring competitor. Like, can't really argue with that. And I mean, he has been saddled with some crap storylines recently. Like in January, it looked like he was going to break out as Roman's next major challenger. But then he just, like, he didn't, kind of. And I'm hoping they eventually go back on that feud because I think it'll be really good. And, um, like, like the crown thing he's been given hasn't been great recently. But, you know, like, I still like him. And then uh, last is Tamina, who I already talked about. Not the biggest fan. So, overall, I do like SmackDown a lot. I think the roster is very strong. I do think there are some weak spots, mainly the women's tag division. And I do think that some of the storylines just don't make a ton of sense. But overall, I think the in-ring competitiveness on the show is great. All the Roman Reigns stuff is awesome. And I I like the show a lot. So uh, let's get to number one, NXT, next. All right, it's time for my number one, which, as you already know, is NXT. And I think NXT is just such a strong show. Let's start by going through the roster. I mean, first up. Start without start with a bang, or should I say, start with a boom? Because it's Adam Cole, baby. That was a good joke. Yes, it was. Shut up. Yeah, it was. No, stop booing. It was a good joke. Okay. Um. Nevertheless, Adam Cole, of course, an all-time in-ring performer. It's a great heel. Great. It's a really good promo, and a good can be good as a tag team or singles wrestler. A member of some of the most iconic factions of all time. That being or either the Undisputed Era or the Bolt Club. Both are really, really good. And, of course, Adam Cole is just awesome. I really like Adam Cole. I think he's really cool, and I really like him a lot. And I thought, like, splitting up from uh, UE would make him seem like kind of like just a generic wrestler, but he's not. I think he's done really good since he split up from UE, and he had that uh, feud with O'Reilly, and they had that match takeover, which was long, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. So, you know, Adam Cole, like, awesome. Like, when was the last time Adam Cole had a bad match? Exactly. Uh, next up is Aaliyah, who is part member of the Robert Stone brand. And, um, I mean, I don't really mind the Robert Stone brand. They're okay. Aaliyah, she's, like, fine in the ring. And she doesn't really cut many promos because Robert Stone usually does it for him, which he's a solid promo. It's just Aaliyah. They're more of, like, jobbers. Like, they don't win much. But they're they're featured regularly. So, like, they feature, which is nice. Um, 
Here's one I don't know. He's like never on TV yet. Arto Rios or something? Aruto? Arto Rios? I don't know. I've I think I've heard of him, but I've like never seen him on TV before. I don't know him. Uh, next up is Austin Theory, who is a member of The Way, who I love The Way so, so much. And I'll, I'll talk about that a bit more later. But um, Austin Theory, of course, pretty good in the ring. And I really like his character where he's just kind of like this, like, very, like, immature, just stupid. And, like, Johnny Gargano is to an extent like his dad. And I think they go really well together. And I think he, he's really funny in a lot of his segments. And I like Austin Theory a lot. Uh, next up is another person I do not know, in, but his name is Boa. I don't know who Boa is. Probably a jobber. Uh, Bobby Fish up next, another former UE member, insanely, insanely talented in the ring, a great submission specialist, and can regularly have a good match. Uh, of course, Red Dragon, one of the all-time great tag teams, former three-time NXT champion Bobby Fish. And um, not the best promo ever, but I think his in-ring work can speak for itself. Uh, next up, Bronson Reed, the North American champion. And for a guy his size, Bronson Reed is insanely talented. And he's had um, – and even, like, for a big man, he's insanely talented too. But, like, he can do, like, that splash and stuff. And he can take bumps. Like, he took, like, a top rope Frankensteiner from Gargano um, in that steel cage match. And he's had some great matches with Gargano, in my opinion. So, yeah, Bronson Reed, again, I like Bronson a lot. I think Bronson's really good, really good, really, really good. I'm a big Bronson fan. Um, so, yeah, Bronson's really good. And I think he's a solid promo, too. And I think he's really good in the ring. So, another, just another plus for this um, brand. Uh, next up, Mr. Cameron Grimes. I think Cameron Grimes' character has been great. I think the story Ryan with Ted DiBiase has been really fun and really cool. I think Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes, straight to the moon. I love how he just, like, says his name sometimes, like a Pokemon, just like, Cameron Grimes. I, I think it's really fun. I think he's very funny. Uh, I think he's a pretty good promo and pretty good character overall. And I think he's solid in the ring. I mean, not like exceptional or anything, but I think he's pretty good in the ring. Uh, next up, Miss Candice LeRae, the one, one half of the current NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, that being her and Andy Hartwell. I'll start with her and then I'll talk about Andy Hartwell. I think Candice LeRae is an insanely talented women's wrestler. And of course, she's part of the way, which I... I really like the way. I think she's solid promo. I think she's really, really good in the ring. I don't know how she's never won the NXT Women's title, but she is one of the Women's NXT Tag Team Champions. So that's pretty nice. And then Indy Hartwell, who I think this storyline with Dexter, I mean, there's some of it, some parts of it that I do like and some parts I'm not the biggest fans of, but I think she's a solid promo. And she's, like, her performance and uh, things have been fine. I just think it's, like, the writing for it hasn't been the best. But I think she's insanely talented in the ring. Like, she's, like, um, I don't want to say, it like, a bigger woman. Not, like, she's, like, she doesn't weigh a ton. She's just, like, a very tall woman. But she's, like, very athletically talented. Like, very good in the ring. And, like, that springboard elbow drop she has for a finish. I think I really like that move. I think it's really good. So, uh, also, like, in your well, uh, Dakota Kai, the cop captain of the kick. I think Dakota Kai is a very, very good in ring performer and i think uh, the nxt women's championship is probably in her future or at least a big program with uh raquel for it is definitely in her future so i very like dakota kai i think she can be a solid promo and i think she's really good in the ring dakota kai pretty awesome uh danny birch and i'll just say um 
what's his a partner? Orny Lorcan. Uh, both very good, like hard nosed wrestlers who work very like good striking style. Not the most charismatic people ever, but they can have a good match, and they were solid champions for a while. And that doesn't count for nothing. So, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, pretty good. Uh, next up, Mr. Dexter Loomis, with who's made this kind of strange tortured artist character. He's took it and he's ran with it, and he's not given like the again, like I said earlier, index storyline. I'm kind of eh on it, but I think he's done a very good job with it with what he's been given. I think he's a solid in-ring performer. I think he's had some good matches. And I think he performs his character to the best of his ability, and I think he does it pretty well. Uh, next up, Mr. Drake Maverick, and by association, Mr. Killian Dane, who I think go together as an odd couple tag team very well. I think Drake, I think Drake, like, he's a much smaller guy. I think he's very talented in the between the ropes, and I think he's pretty funny. And then Killian, of course, a bigger guy. I think their styles mesh very well together with them being a tag team. And I think they're a lot of fun. They're pretty good. Uh, next up is Ember Moon. And yet again, by association, her partner, Shotzi Blackheart. Um, let's start with Shotzi for a change. Uh, I think she's, like, of course, a woman who loves to take big bumps. And that is, it, uh, that's going to go our places. Her, I hope she's okay because she takes some big bumps sometimes. So, you know, that's going to take her places. And, of course, uh, pretty good in-ring performer. And um, promo, okay, but not too bad. Same thing with Ember. Very good in-ring worker. Awesome finisher, by the way. The Eclipse is sick. Uh, on the mic, not the best ever, but not too bad either. Uh, both of them, pretty good. Next up is Fondango. And by association, Mr. Tyler Breeze. I really like Breezango. I think they're hilarious. And I think they're pretty good. I think they're both pretty good wrestlers in the ring, and I like them a lot. Also, their theme song is awesome. Do, 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 do. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. I really like Brizongo. They're funny. They're good in the ring. They're solid on the mic, and they have an awesome theme. What more do you want? Next up is Mr. Fiend Balor. I think Balor's awesome. Balor's one of my favorites. I think he's great in, in the ring. I think he's a really underrated promo, and I think he's a pretty good promo. I think he's solid character. Um, he doesn't have, like, the most fleshed-out character ever, but I think his character is solid. And, of course, I like just so talented in the ring. His run as NXT champion was so good. Like, I love Balor so much. Um, Mrs. Frankie Monet. Uh, just recently debuted in, I mean, her only match she's had, I know, I know she worked for Impact in a while, but I haven't really seen her wrestle, so I don't know much about her in-ring skills, but she can't, from what I've heard, she's not too bad, and, um, I think she works her character pretty well, just being, like, this snobbish, rich person, I think she does a solid job with it, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know a ton about her yet, but I'm sure she's got a solid future within the company, or else they wouldn't be giving her this early push so hard, um, Next up, Mrs. Io Shirai, or Miss, I'm not sure. Um, Miss Io Shirai, I'll just say Miss. Miss Io Shirai, um, of course, very, very talented wrestler. Uh, like, it's very, very talented. Um, and she does, like, a sort of, like, like, when I think she's Japanese. I'm very sorry if that's wrong. Um, but I think, like, Japanese wrestlers, like her, Asuka, those people, I think when they can be, there's something about them that's just, like, charismatic and I just can't tell what it is. And I think she has that kind of like X factor, if you will. And I think it works very well for her advantage. And I think Io Shirai is very good. And she's a very good wrestler. And just solo promo too. 
Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott, I mean, like, a really good promo and a really good wrestler. Nothing – I can't really say anything negative about him. Uh, his faction hit row, so I'll just speak for the rest of them. They're all pretty good in the ring. It's just – like, a lot of – and a lot of people have been saying they're pretty good. So, I'm in the minority here. So, clearly, they're a lot of people – I, maybe it's just I haven't seen enough of them yet, but I'm just not the biggest fans of them yet. And I'm I'm hoping they'll grow on me because I think all of them are pretty good wrestlers, especially Swerve. And they're solid promos too. There's just something that hasn't quite clicked for me yet. But hopefully we can get there. And Swerve is awesome. Uh, Jake Atlas, not the most charismatic guy ever, but definitely a very solid in-ring hand for the cruiserweight division. Very, very good in the ring, like I said. Not super charismatic, but overall, I think he's pretty good. Uh, James Drake in By Association. I can't think of his partner's name right now. Um, James Drake and... What is his partner's name? What is James Drake's partner's name? Oh, Zach Gibson. Okay. James Drake and Zach Gibson. Um, I think... Uh, what are they? Grizzled Young Veterans. Ah, oh, yes. They're very talented in the ring, like very, very talented in the ring. I, I like them a lot. Uh, they work very well. They have a very good understanding, similar to FTR slash The Revival, of how the rules work and when to the break them, I think. And I think they're very good at that. And they've had some really good matches. I think they are pretty good, on, especially as James Drake is pretty good on the mic. And I think they're really good in the ring too. So, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Hakeem Wild, and I might be saying this wrong, and I think it's something Mendoza. Is his partner, uh, of course, of Legardo del Fantasma. Um, and then they have Escobar. I think Escobar is pretty charismatic on the mic, where the other two aren't really. So he kind of makes up for them. And, of course, they're all very, very talented luchadors. Um, not much else to say about them. They're all really good. Next up is my man, Johnny Gargano. Gargano, I love him so, 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 so much. I think he's one of the best in-ring workers of all time. And I think he's. I think he can work babyface or heel. Obviously, he worked as a babyface when, like, uh, he was wrestling with Cole for that time. And I think he was like so good. I think he's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I, I love, I love, I love Johnny Gargano so much. I think he's so funny as a heel. I just think he's so good. Johnny Gargano is the best. Um. And then Casey Catanzaro, I don't know much about her. I'm pretty sure she's sold in the ring. Don't know much about promo ability. Don't know a ton about her. Uh, Karrion Cross, of course, his whole presentation is so good. His character is really good. I think he, I think he's hit and miss as a wrestler, but I think there's definitely more hits than misses. And I think when he hits, he can have a really, really good match. Um, his promo ability isn't the best ever, but he doesn't really need to cut promos as often because he's more of a spooky character. And he has Scarlet who can kind of help him out with that. So, yeah, Karen Cross is pretty cool. Uh, Caden Carter. Sorry, I'm going to have to go. I'll get back to this in a second. Sorry about the interruption. Hello and welcome back to the show. You know how I had to do something? Well, that something took like seven hours because I was recording at like 12 and now it's 8 o'clock and I'm recording again. So I was going through the roster. Uh, I believe I was on Caden Carter, who is a women's wrestler for NXT. Don't know anything about her. Like, not really. Is she the person who pinned Tony Storm in, like, the upset thing? And who tagged with uh, Zoe Stark last week? If so, th- her. If so, um, I like her. Like, she's solved in the ring. Whatever. She doesn't do I haven't seen much of her, so I don't really know. 
Killian Dane already talked about him with great Ma- Drake Maverick. Oh, pretty solid wrestler. Not the best promo, but he has Drake Maverick to help him along with that, make up for it, because Maverick's a pretty good promo. Kona Reeves, um, never heard of him. Um, Kushida, uh, I mean, like, currently the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, very, very, very talented in-ring worker, like, a great, great limb worker. Uh, like the gimmick, too. Back to the Future fan, I, I respect the hustle. i big Back to the Future fan myself, so I can always appreciate that. And of course, like I've said it many a times for most wrestlers on, in this episode, but incredibly talented in the ring, great limb worker, and has really nice ring IQ and like a sense of what's happening in a match, and is able to tell a story perfectly. I mean, I think one of one of my favorite matches of all time is his match with Gargano at Takeover Vengeance Day for the North American Title, and nobody talks about it. I feel like, but I think it's such a great match. It, go go and watch that, Kushida. Kushida's pretty good pretty awesome not the best promo ever but he's one of those people who just has some kind of like inherent charisma and he he seems he's very likable wrestler in my opinion so he kind of makes up for it next up is mr kyle o'reilly i think he's been treated booked incredibly well in the past year of course he worked as kind of like a main event star um he's been a main event star all year because he was still in ue and he had that match with balor and he had those two matches with Balor, and both of them were really, really good. And then, um, obviously, he left, and he had that solid match with Cole at TakeOver, and now he's like a bona fide main eventer. So I think they've done really nice with him. He's, uh, again, very good between the ropes. Uh, solid charisma. And, yeah, Colorado, pretty good. Uh, Mr. L.A. Knight just recently re- arrived in NXT. Not the biggest fan of the name, L.A. Knight. He sounds like a superhero, but whatever. Um pretty good on the mic like i believe he used to work for impact and i don't know his name it might have been like eli drake that's probably wrong and i'm sorry if it is but very very charismatic very nice on the mic uh wrestling in the ring he's a bit of a slower uh, i don't want to say slower like a i don't want to say like a slower worker but more of a like technical worker not just not doesn't have the most fast-paced matches but i think he um is solid in between the ropes i mean nothing great but pretty good i mean he's not as good as this next person who is my guy, Leon Ruff. Uh, Leon Ruff, of course, exploded onto the scene last year when they did the upset where he won the North American title. thought that was really good. And then he had that like awesome match with Johnny and Damian Priest at um, TakeOver War Games, the triple threat, really good. Uh, Leon Ruff, incredibly talented between the ropes, like a great acrobatic. That cutter he does where like he jumps off the turnbuckle, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, again, pretty likable as a baby face because he's just, like, this smaller guy. Very, very good at fighting from underneath, I think. Um, not the most charismatic guy ever, but he makes up for it in, like, just inherent likability, I think. So, no, it's pretty good. Um, next one I don't know. It's Manera Shafir. Shafir? Uh, sorry, I'm saying your name wrong. Sorry about that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Um, Mercedes Martinez. I think the NXT Women's roster is so incredibly stacked, it's not even fair. And again, Mar- 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 Mercedes Martinez, I can't talk today. Um, and like pretty talented in between the ropes for her size. They book they've booked her pretty well. It's kind of like this monster heel. And I think how like her entrance is really cool because she doesn't really even have music to an extent, which I think is a really nice touch. And it's kind of just, like, dark. And I think her she's, like, presented very well as this monster heel and stuff. Yeah, Mercy, and she's pretty good between the ropes, too, and can cut a solid promo. So, that's nice. 
Uh, next up is Mr. Nash Carter, who I'm just going to pair up with his partner, Wesley, as a MSK. Uh, not the most charismatic tag team ever, but they make up for it in just like high flying ability. Some very innovative double team moves, like the shooting, like the where one of them does a standing shooting star and the other like pushes them into the opponent. Like they're really good in between the ropes. Very, very talented. Again, not the most charismatic, but it's a very good choice for your tag titles, champion, tag champions, because of how talented and how exciting they are in the ring. Next up, Mr. Pete Dunn, who I think again, also has been booked very well recently on a sort of dominant run, if you will. Incredibly talented in between the ropes as a limb worker and able to tell a story and just having a match technically in any way. I mean, very good wrestler, very, very. Um, and he kind of has just some kind of like a sort of like the charisma where he's like, a, I'm going to use a naughty word here, but he has so, a sort of like badass charisma where like he doesn't even need to cut a promo to be like seen cool. But he's a solid promo. I mean, not great, but good enough to where like he can go one-on-one with the mic and stand stand against his opponent. Stand against his opponent? Go toe-to-toe with his opponent, I should say. Um, Raquel Gonzalez. I'm not super sold on Gonzalez as champion, to be honest with you. Like, I think she's okay. Um, I think she's solid in, in the ring. Like, pretty, I think she's solid in the ring. I think she works really well in a tag team with Dakota Kai. So, she is solid in the ring. Promo ability is kind of eh. Mercedes Martinez, like, I like her, but I would have someone else's woman's champion personally, like a Candice LeRae. I'd probably have, or maybe, like, even a... Uh, like a Shotzi Blackheart, but I think she has been booked very well recently, which is nice for her. I'm just not the biggest fan of the promo ability, and I think she's solid in the ring, but not spectacular compared to NXT Women's Champions of the past, such as, you know, Shayna Baszler, um, to- or, uh, Io Shirai, Asuka, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, next up is Rinku. I don't know. I think he's with Jinder Mahal on the main roster now, so yeah. Um, Shirai, I don't know a ton about Shirai. She hasn't had a ton of matches to this point. Um, she seems solid in the ring and has kind of like that sort of like Joshi, like she doesn't need to be charismatic because she just seems like a very likable person as a face. So that works for her. Uh, don't, she doesn't, she, I feel like she's rest, she hasn't wrestled a ton since she came. So I can't really comment on in ring, but from what I've heard, she's pretty good. So, you know, another good, um, good person to add to that incredibly stacked women's division. Speaking of incredibly stacked women's division, Miss Tegan Knox, who I believe is out with an injury or she's just not on TV, but I believe she's gone through two ACL tears, which, uh, and she's came back to wrestle, which is like incredible. Very, very like happy for her. I guess I could say like, that's very, very impressive. Uh, she wears the captain Marvel gear, which I can always respect. And, um, I, I think she's solid in the ring. We haven't seen as much of her recently. She might be injured. I, she is like an injury bug, and it sucks, because I think she is very talented, and she could be a top star. It's just she keeps getting injuries, which sucks for her. Uh, next up, Timothy Thatcher, and I'll match him up with Tommaso Ciampa, because why not? Uh, Thatcher, very good in-ring worker, um, great with like limb work and submissions, kind of specialist, good like that. Not the most charismatic. He is kind of like a charisma where like he doesn't have to talk but he just kind of like you can like sense it if you know what I mean and he's paired up with Tommaso Ciampa who can actually cut a pretty good promo 
whether babyface or heel. So that works out well for him. Speaking of Tommaso Ciampa, really good in between the ropes, as you probably know. He's had some classic matches with the likes of uh, Gargano, Walter, probably one with Cole, but I'm not sure. Oh, actually he did. Uh, I think it was TakeOver Portland. He had that really good match with Cole. So, yeah, Ciampa, very, very talented in the between the ropes. And his solid promo ability, uh, solid promo ability, Thatcher, really good in between the ropes and has sort of like charisma where like he doesn't even need to talk in a way. All right, we're almost, we're almost done with the roster here. Tony Storm, uh, I think her new finisher, by the way, it's like an inverted hip-tossed brain buster, and it looks wicked. Like, it's so cool. But um, Tony Storm, again, very talented in between the ropes, a solid promo. And I like her character where she's kind of just like this punk rock type thing. Like, I don't really know how to say it without it sounding stupid because it's good. And she's really solid between the ropes and can cut a good promo. So, you know, Tony Storm, another great addition to this woman's roster. Tony Nese, it says Tony Nese is, I'm looking at WWE.com. And it says Tony Nese on the roster. Um, I know he's pretty good in between the ropes. Not sure. I'm not the best promo ever, but I feel like I never see him on TV. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Oh, this website's a bit dated because it says uh, Velveteen Dream's still on the roster. We're just going to skip him. You know, go to the next person. Uh, Zia Lee, again, they've built her up from, like, nothing to where she's now, like, a uh, – not quite a main event player, but she was she went from being a jobber to, like, a top, top star. Like, a very, very featured wrestler. Very interesting wrestler. She went from being, like, a jobber to, like, this very interesting, like, she was trained by, like, a psychotic samurai. Her finisher is, like, the Trouble in Paradise. But So I've seen people complain that Trouble in Paradise, it doesn't look very effective. It doesn't look like Kofi gets the full impact. Well, Zia Lee gets the full impact. Like, have you seen it? Like, geez, looks like she's going to knock somebody's tooth out. Like, again, another solid in-ring worker. Um, very good with striking and just like brutal. She's gotten pretty good recently and, uh, they've done, they've booked her very well recent as of late. And, um, yeah, uh, she doesn't really cut many promos, so I can't say much about the promo thing, but again, she has a kind of like scoopy, spooky gimmick cause trained by a psychotic samurai thing. So she doesn't really need to cut promos. Uh, and then there's one missing that I can think of from this, which is Zoe Stark, who has been built incredibly well. Like, she, her first match, she just came on to kind of, like, job to Io Shirai, make her look strong. And now she's grown into this person that's, like, going toe-to-toe with Tony Storm, has been elevated so much recently and made this woman's division all the more good. Very good in-ring worker. Very fun in-ring worker to watch. Not the best promo ever, but, again, she's one of those people that just seems kind of likable. Like, I think she's genuinely over with fans, not like Tamina, where, like, well, at least she's over with me. I like her. I think she's, like, a genuinely she seems like a good person and a nice person that she doesn't really need to be charismatic to make me want to like her and very good in the ring so as you can probably see the roster on this sh- the roster i said roster on the show is stacked and i think nxt also t- um is benefits a lot from only having a couple like one four or five takeovers a year because that just means makes them seem a all the more special b they're able to put more matches on the card because it's not like Oh, every month we're having a eight match card. No, it's like well, every couple months we're having an eight match card. So they're able to they're able to build build up feuds much longer. They're able to do like fun stuff on TV, like blow off stuff on TV. That's like big time because they don't. It's because they don't have pay per view every month. They have to wait for to do it. 
which I think they really benefit from. Of course, some incredible in-ring action on this show. I think them and AEW are the top for in-ring action, and I think I might prefer NXTs, especially at TakeOver, a bit more. Uh, I like the commentary team a lot. Uh, Vic Joseph, I think, is really good. Wade Bear, I think, is very, very good. And I think Beth Phoenix is pretty good, too. Um, the way is awesome, as I have said. Uh, they book their stars very well. They have an insanely good women's division, insanely good tag team division, insanely good mid-card, insanely good main event scene. They write con- most of the time the storylines are pretty good. I mean, there's some exceptions here or there, but there's some exceptions here or there on just about every show I talked about. So uh, NXT takes my number one spot, and that's why. So let's hit the outro. It's outro time, everybody. In this outro, probably not going to go very long because it's getting a bit late where I am. And I've talked a lot today because I've recorded a couple episodes because I'm busy in the coming coming days. So I had to record four of those days. So yeah, uh, my voice is tired. So I'll, I'll make this short. Uh, the day this is going up is the day of the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather um, match. And um, so uh, my prediction, Floyd Mayweather, easy. And I said on my my Twitter, at Kind Platypus. Not, not the Suplex Show's Twitter, the, ho- the host of the Suplex, Brett, at Kind Platypus, also known as Wrestling and Other Stuff Guy, because I wanted a stupid name. Yeah, I said, um, if Mr. May, or if Mr. Paul won, then I would change my uh, Twitter logo to the My Little Pony logo for a week, and I stand by that, because I don't see a world where um, Mayweather loses to be completely honest, I will not be watching it because I don't want to pay $50 to watch um, Paul get his ass beat. Oh, sorry. I said a naughty word. I, oh, I didn't even realize. But, yeah, he's going to get ruined. Unless it's there's some if, – if he wins, it's only because he, like, paid off Mayweather. There's no way Mayweather loses to him. But, uh, anyway, you know, usual outro stuff. Um, follow us. Listen to the other episodes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Suplex Show. Follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus. Shout us out to your friends. Shout us out on Twitter. Um, what else? What else? We're on like a ton of other things now. We're on like, I think it was called like Radio Wave or something. Then we're on Google. Let me check. But yeah, we got, we got, we got some stuff going down. So, okay. We're on Breaker. We're on Google Podcasts. And we're on Radio Public. I don't, I don't even know what half those things are. But I know what Google Podcast is, and now there's tons of new places to listen. So go over there, listen there, follow us there. All the follows. We'll, we'll use bots if we have to. Please, just I need followers. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else is there? Anything? Oh yeah. Um, suplexshow@gmail.com for a shout out. Send in a question or something you want to be read. Don't make it inappropriate because then it won't be read. And so uh, yeah. Um, see you later. Bye. It's outro time, everybody. And this outro, probably not going to go very long because it's getting a bit late where I am. And I've talked a lot today because I've recorded a couple episodes because I'm busy in the coming coming days. So I had to record four of those days. So yeah, uh, my voice is tired. So I'll, I'll make this short. Uh, the day this is going up is the day of the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather um, match. And... Um, so, uh, my prediction, Floyd Mayweather, easy. And I said on my my Twitter, at Kind Platypus, not, not the Suplex Show's Twitter, the, ho- the host of the Suplex, Brett, at Kind Platypus, also known as Wrestling and Other Stuff Guy, because I wanted a stupid name. Yeah, I said, um, if 
Mr. May or if Mr. Paul won, then I would change my uh, Twitter logo to the My Little Pony logo for a week, and I stand by that because I don't see a world where um, Mayweather loses. To be completely honest, I will not be watching it because I don't want to pay fifty dollars to watch um, Paul get his ass beat. Oh, sorry, I said a naughty word. I oh, I didn't even realize. But yeah, he's gonna get ruined unless it's there's some if if he wins, it's only because he like paid off Mayweather. There's no way Mayweather loses to him. But uh, anyway, you know, usual outro stuff. Um, follow us, listen to the other episodes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Suplex Show. Follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus. Shout us out to your friends. Shout us out on Twitter. Um, what else? What else? We're on like a ton of other things now. We're on, like, I think it was called, like, Radio Wave or something. Then we're on Google. Let me check. But, yeah, we got we got, we got got some stuff going down. So, okay. We're on Breaker. We're on Google Podcasts. And we're on Radio Public. I don't, I don't even know what half those things are. But I know what Google Podcasts is. And now there's tons of new places to listen. So, go over there. Listen there. Follow us there. All the follows. We'll, we'll use bots if we have to. Please. Just, I need followers. Um, but yeah, uh, what else? Is there anything? Oh yeah. Um, suplex show gmail.com for a shout out, send in a question or something you want to be read. Don't make it inappropriate. Cause then it won't be read. And so, uh, yeah. Um, see you later. Bye.